Welcome to Challenge, the podcast all about MTV's The Challenge. We had the great fortune to meet several challengers at one of the Challenge Throwdown for the Cause events up in Yorkville, Illinois, and we interviewed them on the spot there. So these interviews might be a little loud and the people might be a little distracted due to fans coming up and trying to talk to them or taking pictures or whatever else was going on. So please bear with us as you listen to these interviews. Thanks. My first question, what kind of name is Kahuta? Where did that come from? Here we, here we go. Here we go. Kahuta, so I was uh, raised right in North Georgia, right at the foot of the Kahuta Wilderness. So Kahuta means uh, mountains that hold up the sky in Cherokee. So I was raised right in the, in the southern Appalachian Mountains. My daddy's kind of like a, my daddy's kind of like a frontiersman kind of guy. He's very, uh, you know, very woodsy type dude. So he had me way off since I was knee high to a duck, little bitty, way off in the mountains, and we were just rom- roaming around and you know just kind of doing that thing all my life, off the trails and you know kind of. I kind of had a different reason than a lot of people, I guess you could say. You know, I was raised a little bit different than probably most of these folks that are that I'm here with now. But that's what it, that's where. And when I get from like outside of 50 miles from where I was born, nobody has any clue what my name means. But at home, everybody knows because it's like it's this huge wilderness area of just beautiful. It's just beautiful place, you know. What's the worst way somebody's uh, mispronounced it? <laughs> In high school wrestling tournaments, oh my God! And they would announce it on the loudspeaker in the entire gymnasium. Kawita, uh, Calhuda, Kawada, Colorado, Coyote, Dakota, purport to Matt three. You know what I mean? And I'd just be like, oh, "That's me." I know they can't say my name, but I didn't mean to take your microphone. Well, which, which would you rather do? Probably this. You, you, you want to hold it? Maybe this. This makes me feel a little more, a little more rock and roll. You know what I mean? I'll let go of control and then, like, you yeah. know, walk. Um, well, unless you need my husband. No. I might to know if you, if you grew up sort of in the wilderness and stuff. How did you come to like apply to the real world and all that? What, what's the story behind you getting on the, um, on the show? So I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of the. Okay, I'm trying to think of the best way to give the shortest answers. Talk as long as you want, man. We don't care. But uh, hey, darling. I love you, Lisa. I have a lot of friends that that I grew up with that never left home and they never did anything. But I always, I had this uh, like my grandfather was very intuitive and very well read, and very smart. And I was raised by people that were like, even though I'm from a, a super small town, um, I was always raised around good food, like foodie people, good food, and different cultures, good music, good records, and things like that. So I always had this like, I guess it was kind of like a, what's the what's the thing I'm looking for? Big fish in a small, big fish in a small pond, kind of thing. But I was at, I was in North Carolina in Charlotte and uh, just bring, bring me something I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, you pick. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, 
Where was I at? Big fish in a small pond. Right. So I had this like long, and I, I have like this thirst for information still. And it's like I want to experience these things and see these things. And uh, so I was in this bar in uh, North Carolina, in Charlotte, and they had a casting call for the real world. And I drank a, not a bunch, but a, a fair amount of Canadian liquor. And, <laughs> and I went back there for the casting call, and they were like, wow. Because at that time, I was like building log homes, breaking horses, never been on a plane from the southern Appalachian Mountains. And the guy was like, okay. We want yeah, this guy. These are all frat guys, and like this guy's like. And I didn't even, after that, I still didn't expect to get on, to get cast on the show. But uh, the stars lined up and everything worked out. And I got cast, and I just made a, a radical change in my life. And I sold all my horses, I sold my boat, I sold my truck, and I just packed up and left. And, and since, from, from, since then, after I left and started exploring the world, I just can't stop now. So now I've been, God almighty, I've been everywhere. I mean, I've been all over, and I still, I'm like, I have this thing, this itch to roam, in, you know, that you, I really, it's kind of unfortunate because now I'm like never content because I always, I think there's some adventure on the other side of the world that I'm missing all the time. Yeah, FOMO all the time. Oh, man, all the time. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I wish it would end so I could like settle down and just be like complacent and happy and not, not that I'm unhappy, but but now I'm just, I say somewhere three or four months, and I'm like I gotta go. I'm getting stale. I got it. So I just I just bounce around like a little damn gypsy. You know? What do you do between bounces though? Like how do you make your living? What do you do? Well, I think uh, well I'm a builder by trade, so I've probably in between all this bouncing, I've probably built I don't know 40 houses or something like that. You know, so construction's kind of my background, but I like to. If I'm going to build something, or it, it was all custom homes, so it wasn't like we would go in a subdivision and build the same house over and over 80 times. Yeah. It was we were building night retirement homes and stuff that you could really put your craft to work. You know, it wasn't like a. Uh, and I so I love, I love building. I've, I've had management jobs. I've owned businesses. I've did all this stuff, and I still feel more comfortable in a tool belt on the job site, that's kind of my thing. That's what I that's what I want to do. So the good thing about that is a tool belt small. You can take it anywhere. Yeah, so so I'll bounce around and I bartend. I owned a bar for for a long time. So and I actually I actually enjoy bartending. I, I kinda like it. It's kinda like a cheers kind of thing. You meet a lot of people and you talk to them and um, so that's kinda I build and, and uh, I'll catch some shifts here, there, you know, bartender doing this and that, and I kind of just bounce around. I got all my all my stuff's been in storage for years, yeah. and I just go check on it, make sure it's still there. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> that what, what little stuff I, I've got left, I've got I've sold most of my stuff, but what little stuff I got left is in a storage unit, and I just go by there when the seasons change and swap yeah. the clothes out. Man, that's crazy, but that's awesome. It is. You know, it's not for everybody, I guess, but it's kind of uh, it it's kind of where I'm at. Do you, you see know. a time where you'll settle down, put some roots in? Or oh, not, man. I, I'm telling you, I would rather sit in the floor right there and play with a one-year-old baby than do anything in the world. We have one at home that you can come. <laughs> 
come watch anytime. I love them, man. Crazy. I love them. They're um, so and there's so much you can learn from like looking. Did y'all watch Bloodlines? So Jill, I have to show you a picture, but Jill's baby is like, which Jill is like, I hate that that ended so abruptly because she is such a genuinely like extremely awesome human. So her kid, yeah, and she'd have beat any of them. I'm telling you right now, Jill is rough. She's uh, the real deal. But her kid is so cool like all she does is laugh and smile and it's like you know jill be out working in the the yard all day and she'll put amelie in a in a laundry basket and sit her in the grass and she'll just laugh at stuff and and when you hold her she's just like it's like a little marshmallow or something it's like a little marshmallow or something she's like it's so cool and it's amazing to me because children like that they have no they don't have that awkward eye contact thing in their brain yet, so they're just like this. Yeah. They're just figuring out everything, and they'll just stare you down and like look and learn. And I think they're incredible. You know, I want a bunch of them. I want a ton of them. But I gotta, I guess, I gotta stay in one spot first. That helps if you stay in one spot. Yeah. We have a, she's almost 20 months old, and we've left her alone overnight two times. They were both for challenge. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's another one of these in December. That was the first time we left her, right. you know, with the babysitter. Oh, kids are the coolest. Kids are so, kids are so great, man. They're like, and a lot of them hit this awkward spell, like in between ages 7 and 17 or something, and they kind of get in this weird funk or something like that. Some of them don't, but a lot of them do. Ours yeah. probably will. I did. I had really cool parents, you know, so I never really got, I never had a curfew. I never had, I never had problems with my parents, you know, but when I was 12 and 13, you know, we were going to the Rolling Stone shows and Fleetwood Mac concerts and like, you know, I had a, my parents that had really good taste and things. Food and Wine Magazine was coming to the house every month, you know, so I kind of, kind of had, a, I guess, a different, like I said earlier, like a different reason than most Southern Appalachian young men would have. Or something yeah. Like that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, should we get to our questions so we don't hog you? I told everybody? you, I told you that I had a long answer. It's cool, it's cool. We like it, we like it. I've got some um, challenge questions and some non-challenge Fire questions. away. Which would you rather do I don't first? care. I don't give a shit. Okay. General ra- random questions. Um, either or. Beer or liquor? See, that should be a simple question, but I'll find a way to make it. (laughs) Depends on the situation, what time of year it is. You know, I like to, I like to, I kind of got into bourbon a couple years ago. Um, So, like, good bourbon. Grew up in the right area. Yeah, not like, you know, like whiskey and Coke. I mean, like, decent, you know, decent stuff. Yeah. so I play guitar a ton. I play guitar a ton, and I'll sit around and, and sip good bourbon. At the same time, I still like to sit on the beach and drink a Coors Light or something like that. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like I don't. I'm not like opposed to drinking like American light beer or something like that. So that's a toughie. And I really like wine, red wine a lot. You know, red wine's got a different buzz. Um, my dad says. Uh, you ever walk into somebody's house and it has a cat? You have a cat? 
You walk in and the cat walks up to you and, and arches its back and starts rubbing around your legs. That's how red wine makes me feel. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying so to... it's kind of like just this warm, cuddly, kind of like buzz, you know I, what I mean? I'm trying to get more into wine, but I know nothing about it, so he got me like a wine of the month thing for Mother's Day. It was so sweet. I like so maybe the I try red strongest, wine. driest smokiest red wine possible. All right. That's my thing. You I will know, give I that like a go, and I will think And it's good with food too. You know, once you once you start pairing it with things, you're like, "Oh, there's actually a point to this." Yeah. Yeah, they go together. Um, iPhone or Android? iPhone. I'm on like my 14th iPhone now. Okay. Yeah, me too. Um, this is a very personal one. Okay. Are you prepared? I'm not scared. Fold, do you fold or crumple your toilet paper? Oh, fold. Who crumples? I think girls crumple. What, what are y'all, monsters or something? What are y'all talking about? so much time in the bathroom. Um, I sit on toilet till my legs go numb. I do my best research there. I believe it. I do. And that's why you fold, because you've got the time. Us yeah. girls, we're like, God, of course we're I get fold. in and get out. So. You crumple your clothes? No. I know, it's very bizarre. Next. Uh, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? Ooh, God, that's a tough one there. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that. I don't think I can answer that. Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? Because I got like a ton of respect for both those guys. And I think they're both. Guillermo, if it was Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, or Guillermo, I would pick Guillermo. Do you pick Guillermo? Probably. Because I think he's hilarious. He is hilarious. The little Mexican the little on uh, Jimmy always, Kimmel. He's always making fun of. I watch more late night than he does, so he doesn't. Yeah, I don't watch a lot. But uh, Jimmy Fallon, it's like they all—they both have great taste. Uh, they have great Stephen Colbert. Like we, in this point in time, we're blessed with talk show hosts that have really good taste in guests and yeah. musicians and things like that. So they're picking people to be on their show that are, yeah. you know, it's not Bieber every weekend or something right. like that. This is people. John Moreland. You know, I saw John Moreland in Athens, Georgia with eight people, and two years later, Stephen Colbert had him on stage with a guitar. Yeah. You know, so it's... Uh, but then Jimmy Fallon had bananas on, so what do you sometimes, think about that? Uh, sometimes, they may, you know, you can't <laughs> knock a home run every day. Just kidding, Johnny. I love you. Because I'm sure he's going to listen to our podcast. Um, Hulu or Netflix? Netflix. Uh, horror movies or romantic comedy? Here we go. Here's why, here's why people shouldn't watch horror movies. I don't watch horror movies. Have you ever been lost in Have you ever been lost in the mountains by yourself at night? No way. That's why you like horror movies. And then people are like, you don't watch them. I'm like, no. That shit just stores in your hard drive. It just you just have these, and then you'll get out one night and lose the dogs coon hunting or something like that, and everything's dark, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Everything's making noises around you, and you're thinking that you're about to get killed and stuff. Yeah. I don't do I don't do horror movies, so definitely. But I love rom coms. Okay, what's your favorite one? Definitely, maybe's way up there. The Notebook, of course. If you don't like The Notebook, you're just an asshole. Then, God, don't hate me. Man, I, wa- I watched it. You don't like it? I, I I hated it, but I watched hated it. I watched it only once in college when I was. Like on like my ninth breakup of the month because I used Man. to be like super duper clinger and crazy. So maybe I need to give it a go now that I'm like happily up. married. How do you feel about up? Loved it. 
If you don't it. cry in the first ten minutes of Up, you don't have. You're not a human. You're a sociopath. Yeah, it's crazy. I love emotional shit. Yeah. And, I, and the older I get, the more emotional I get about it. Yeah. You know? You start having kids. Oh, I can hold somebody else's baby and tear up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's so. All right, here's our challenge related ones, okay? Um, would you rather do a final at the North Pole or in the Sahara? Uh, North Pole. Would you rather do an elimination against CT or Hulk Hogan? CT. Hulk Hogan, what are you talking about? Would you rather eat a ball, brain, or thousand-year-old egg? In a okay, so I didn't know we were doing the Would You Rather game. I've got some of these, some questions of my own on this game. <laughs> <laughs> what was that last one? Eat a ball, brain. A ball. 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 Like a yeah. testicle. Oh, a testicle. A ball. A br what kind of testicle? A mouse testicle or elephant not, testicle? Not specified. Some big. Some big. Not specified though. You don't. Ball, know. brain, or what? A thousand-year-old egg. What season was that on? Oh, uh, that, that you talking about the yeah the that's what's that called? Uh, People got real sick eating that. Probably the egg. I just swallow it. You've been lucky. You've avoided eating challenges for the most part. Yeah, I'm not scared to eat something. Bloodlines that shoot on the bugs or something. That was Jill. That's why we lost. She's terrified of crickets. I wouldn't do good at that. Um, do a puzzle challenge on no sleep or a physical challenge hungover? Puzzle. Nothing's worse one. than being hung over. Yeah. Uh, last one. Would you rather have to listen to Johnny Bananas talk for one hour a day for the rest of your life every or, day? Or die? What do you know? Or, <laughs> or have your laugh permanently changed for Beth's laugh? Probably the Beth thing. Really? Well, I could control that. Never find oh. funny ever I could just. I don't. Just never laugh. I don't laugh like aloud often. It takes okay. a lot. I'm not the guy in the room that you hear laughing. Okay. There's a few things that make me laugh. Seinfeld. Good. If I watch Seinfeld by myself in a house with no one there, I'll audibly laugh. Like you could record it. Seinfeld makes me laugh. Corny jokes make me laugh. You know. But otherwise, like most of uh, like new comedies and stuff in a the theater. I don't know. They try too hard. It's not funny. So you'd, you would I just, that. Yeah. yeah, I would totally. I why don't we Why don't we end with this? Um, do you want to hear a joke about ghosts? Yeah. If it if it's corny. Okay. So you do want to hear a joke about ghosts? Yeah. That's the spirit. <laughs> oh, like the ghost is a spirit. <laughs> is that the joke? <laughs> That's the joke. And swing and a miss. No, I like thinkers. I like thinkers. Man, I've got like a Rolodex of corny jokes though. What's that all the Daisy told on the show? Oh, the other day? oh okay, here's one. What um, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? These are turning into riddles. And sounds like a parrot. What? A carrot. Ah, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> and God is now mad because he didn't get the jokes. I'm trying to make 
I'm trying to think of jokes I can tell that won't offend anyone, and it's like it's hard to come by. Is there anything that you would want our listeners to know about you or any projects you want to plug or anything like that? Uh, I mean, I guess if you people listening, if they care what I'm doing or something like that. It's, they do. They do. So I'm kind of in this weird position in life where I don't really know what the next move is. Um, and I got, uh, I've always kind of had this thing. Um, with my granddaddy, who had got real old, and I kind of looked after him. So, and, and not that not that it's like a relief or anything. I don't want it to sound like that, but it's like I always knew that when he passed, that I would kind of put myself in this position of like, uh, all right, now what are you going to do? Now you have the the world as your oyster, so to speak. What are you going to do with it? Are you just going to stay home? Are you going to? So that happened earlier this year. So now I'm kind of like, I've kind of put myself up against the wall of like, are you going to do something bold? Or are you going to just hang it up, have some kids and, you know, be 34? So I don't really know what this year is going to hold. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I want to do, it's, and it's hard to one up the adventures that I've already had. You know, last summer I ran with the Bulls in Pamplona. We did too! Last summer? No, not oh, last summer. In a 2000, 2010. San Fermin, not incredible? 2000, 2010. Man, San Fermin is it's the biggest party I've ever been to. Find the picture, honey. Find the picture somewhere. I don't know where it'll be. It's great. Yeah. So, and you do those things like that, and you're like, well, what's next? Am I going to go to the moon? Or like what? So what I've, kind of the corner that I'm putting myself in is... I want. I kind of want to be a pirate. I kind of want to get a boat and uh, start in the Caribbean and see. Ideally, I would go all the way around, but I don't know. If, I mean, that's a big undertaking and it's very dangerous. You could die. And, but I don't really know what it. Well, I don't really know what's the next adventure. I don't really know what's. And the things that are happening in the world and like the the, the way that we're the planet's just kind of being decimated and stuff like that. It's kind of feel like. When I'm 70, sitting on the porch, I'd probably be sitting on a different, in a different place than I am now as far as what's going on. With, so I kind of want to see it before it... That's up there. Yeah, I know all about those. Yeah. I kind of want to see it before it's just all gone to shit. Yeah. So I would, li- I would love to start in the Caribbean and uh, kind of go you know, through the Panama Canal to Galapagos, through the South Pacific, up through New Guinea and take two or three years and see everything and then when I get back I'm, then I'll know for a fact I'm like okay there's nothing else you can do yeah. that's it you've done everything on the on the, on this globe you can possibly do mm-hmm. and then I maybe have some kids I don't know I might have some kids along the way I don't know there might you go. some mermaids I don't know <laughs> some lucky well, mermaid may the odds be ever in your favor Kahada uh, so alright we'll see you know we'll see what happens I would, if I would have never left home and never went on a plane and never traveled, I would probably be way more content than I am now. But now you got the bug. Yeah. Well, now I'm just like, yeah, you got to be going all the time, you know. And it's a blessing and a curse, I guess you could say. But you know, I'm not complaining. I mean, I got loads of people that like these people. Just that's what I was telling her over there. It's like you have these fans, and 
I didn't do anything. I just woke up and started breathing and took a shower this morning, brushed my teeth. And people are like, ah! And I'm like, this is the most, like, I almost feel guilty about it. I almost feel like there's this kind of, like, thing. is like, look, you don't have to, I'm just the dude. I didn't do anything. I didn't act or I didn't, I'm not, you know, I didn't win the Super Bowl or I didn't. So it's kind of cool, you know. It's uh, Well, but people relate to you and people like you because you're nice. I guess. And because you're funny. Yeah, but there's nice people everywhere. Not really. really not not on reality you TV. Know? People uh, like seeing you because you're nice. Honestly, if I didn't talk like this, if I didn't if I didn't and sound like this, I would have never got on TV. That's it. If I didn't sound like this, I would have never got on that show because I I really don't have anything in common with any of those people. Well, but that's part of you. I guess. Yeah. I guess. That's part of you. So the one the, the hillbilly thing worked. <laughs> yeah. My last question. It's a quickie. When you're not on the show, do you watch it? I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in years and years and years and years. So I get tagged in, in a lot of stuff on Twitter and online and stuff like that. And I keep up because I, you know, my friends are on it. You know, and I kind of like. I do feel like that as shitty as reality TV is. And what it's become, I do feel like the challenge, honest to God, is like the last stand in, it's, I've never been prompted to say anything, I've never, there's no scripted, nothing, it's, they've just put together people that, and we have relationships because of stuff like this event, we have relationships that go back decades, you know, so outside of the show we know each other, we're friends and we've traveled and we've all had this experience that's like took you out of your element and threw you into this thing where you're kind of like, not like a celebrity, but it's like people know who you are. And, and you know, people knowing how to take that and interpret it. So we have this common thread. And uh, so that now if everybody filmed a show now, me and Johnny go on a show together. It's not like the first time I've met him. Right. We've did several shows together. And I've known him since for 10 years. And it's like, so I don't think a lot of other reality shows have that. Yeah. I don't no, think no. That's why we love the channel. Yeah. You know, I started watching this when I was 18 years old. And yeah. People grew 40, up with it. Still, yeah, I grew up with it. Because I remember when I was in high school, in the summertime, they, it would be on repeat all summer. On M- if you turn it on MTV, it's 50% chance the challenge was on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's, you, you said it too. Like you, get to, you, you feel like you know the people. Yeah, so you, you kind of develop. It's meeting you. It's like, oh, I know God. I've watched yeah. him on whatever. I know, like, I thought I would be so nervous, and I'm like, no, this is like my buddy God. Like, and it's weird because I feel like since since television has changed, casting has changed. So now, a lot of the newer kids, not say anything bad about them, but I feel like that they grew up in a time where reality TV was. I grew up in a time where reality TV there was three shows: the Survivor, The Bachelor, and The Real World. That was it. Now, it's 70% of television. Netflix, TV, I mean, cable, it's all reality. So these people are growing up in a time where reality TV is the main source of television. So when they audition for these shows, I feel like they're, it's almost like they're auditioning for a role as a reality TV character. As opposed to just, exactly. So it's changed a lot. You know, there's a lot of stuff changed. And you know, it's, I feel like a lot of the characters aren't as organic as they were, so. Yeah. Well, we're thankful for you, and we're um, we were so excited when we found out you were going to be here. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
gums. Gum. <laughs>